0: John, what is your mum's favourite film of all time? Well, I mean, my mum cried at The Phantom Menace, so what oh. does that tell you?
1: Oh, oh, sorry, The Phantom Menace. Yeah, and
0: not like, oh God, this film is awful tears. Like, this film is genuinely moving me two tears.
1: Which scenes? I think it's when Anakin leaves his mother. Okay, well, that's a classic mother thing to cry at. You know, it like, it is. Oh, oh, it I'll is, give yeah. her that, I'll give her that. So how did she fall in um uh, the Sith? I don't think she got that far. Really? I don't think we ever watched that movie. Together. Really? No, she's... Sorry, she's not seen six Star Wars movies.
0: I don't think so, no.
1: How has somebody in 2018 not seen six Star Wars movies? I don't
0: know, she has other shit
1: going on. Well, my mother, I believe, has seen six Star Wars movies. Well, then your mother is superior. know well, there you go, Mum, you win. Some films of my way they
2: are other films sometimes take we way too far but really how how could it get let's go beyond beyond the box set
1: welcome everybody to beyond the box set the podcast where you prequels sequels and spin-offs to films that don't have any I'm Harry, joining me always is John. Hello. And this week we're doing the film Bait, chosen by my own mother. Chosen by Foyna Chapel. I mean, her Hi, name, Foyna. Her name's Fiona, okay. Well, I mean, is it though? I mean, according to a certain Wikipedia article of about ten years <laughs> ago, then, you know, it's questionable, but, uh, yeah. Okay. She'll always be Foyna to me. Sure. Okay, whatever whatever you want, you know. I mean, you meet her every now and then. I know. That's your awkwardness. (laughs) (laughs) When you name her wrong. I'm a big fan of Foyna, but... (laughs) Clearly. Yeah. Sure. Sure. So anyway... John, what do you think of this film? This uh, This this, film... This this bait film.
0: Well, first of all, let's not mistitle this film. This film is not called Bait. This film was called Bait 3D. Is it always Bait 3D? It appears to be so, yeah. Okay. Which leads me to an obvious question. Like, was this film intended to always be shooting in 3D?
1: Uh, I don't think they thought about the DVD slash video release of this mm. film. Okay. They probably only thought about the cinema release. That's fair, yeah. Let's say they didn't think of the sort of longevity of this film. <laughs> no, such as it was, yeah. They, they, they just thought, hey, like, this might work. It might work. You know, this it's, sure, it's, yeah. might make it like a profit of some kind. Did it? Mm. I think it did. Yeah. You're the one who does the research on this thing.
0: <laughs> You've not, you're not done any research on this, no? No! When do you think I've done research? I don't know. But Maybe this might be the week? No. No, okay, fine. I mean, as, as far as I know, this film made some, but not lots of money. Mm-hmm. I think it played well in, like, Singapore.
1: I mean, let's be honest, generally the films we pick don't make... Like, a, a, a decent amount of profit, or else they would then have sequels. That's, sure, yeah. That's, that's the rule with a lot of the films we choose. That's fair,
2: yeah. Not all.
0: Not all, sometimes films we do go on to be successful. This probably wasn't one of them,
1: yeah. And then decide to
0: make no
1: sequels, but, you know. Yeah. Whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I mean, this is a shock movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I thought you said a shock movie. No, it's a shock movie. I didn't stop you when you said shock movie, though. Well, <laughs> it could be either. I mean, compared
0: to a film that we saw recently called The Meg, Mm. what would you say was the
1: better film? Hmm. So, you know, the way you worded that is interesting. So, better.
0: More enjoyable.
1: More enjoyable? Okay, well, this one. Yeah, I would agree. Better? So, now, where do we stand on that? Because this was... This was a bad movie.
0: This is a terrible
1: film. Let's say that right at the top. This was a bad movie. Now, The Meg... Also a bad movie? Mm-hmm. But which one was better?
0: I genuinely think this was better. Do you think? I mean, maybe it's because it's more fresh in my mind. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I'm not arguing against you, I'm just... I know what you mean. It's... I mean, it had something. Mm-hmm. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. It didn't bore me. No. The Meg was actively quite dull.
1: You know what? I agree. The Meg was very predictable. Mm-hmm. And as a result, quite boring. Yeah. Uh, this one, not the case. Yeah. I mean, you knew vaguely what was going on and what was going to happen. It was, was gonna happen. pretty predictable, but... But in the same way, it, it it was enjoyable in its predictability. Yeah. This film had more fun with the whole shark... Oh, yeah. ...element. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I had a great time watching this. Of course you did. Of course you did. Did uh, you not?
1: How <laughs> could you not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Favourite character? Well, I mean, you say characters.
0: I mean, this is this. I was building. Okay, so I was hoping I would have the cash on me. I don't. But like, let's just imagine I'm putting ten pounds on the table, ten English pounds on the table right now Mm -hmm. for podcasting purposes. There are ten pounds on the table right now. That ten pounds is yours to keep if you can tell me the first name of any character in this movie.
1: Oh, you keep that (laughs) tenner. I, I mean, building much. up to that, I was like, "Ooh, I could do with that ten yeah. pounds." But uh, no, it's not. I'm I'm gonna guess Dave or uh... I don't think there was a Dave. What else is Australian?
0: You can't just think of Australian names. You've got to literally describe a character.
1: What? Oh, yeah, I... there were no
0: characters in this film. No, this there was wouldn't. not a character-based film. That's no. what we're getting at here. This film no. was very two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Well. One dimensional. to really. the title—it was actually
1: three-dimensional. But, yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ.
2: That had to be five feet.
1: What had to be five feet? Six.
2: Six. What? what do you mean, six? Six feet. six feet from the tip of the dorsal to the tip of the tail. So what? What the hell does
0: that
1: mean? It means there's a twelve-foot great white shark in you? Okay. Plot summary. Plot summary. Sure. Okay. So it starts off. With kind of a, uh, a a prologue kind of situation where there's people on the beach, yeah, sure, including a lifeguard mm-hmm. and a girl who that lifeguard is engaged to. Is he engaged to? I think at that point, cool. He's to. I wasn't sure if that girl was like with the guy who's on the water or in this. No, I know, think th- that was th- her th- brother.
0: Okay, sure. That was therein lay the conflict of this film.
1: Right, right, right. Okay, that makes more sense to me. Yeah, yeah. but again, it doesn't help. The I mean, film, I no. don't, score. I mean, I don't judge you for not. <laughs> getting at that because this film is ludicrous. So, so yeah, there's two lifeguards. One of them uh, has a sister. The other one has a girlfriend. It's the same person. Yeah, he's engaged to her because at the
0: beginning of the film, he says to the brother, he's like, oh, I can't believe I let you organise my stag do. Uh, and he gives him like some kind of weird hair of the dog remedy. Mm-hmm. With the fantastic line, once you get past the gag reflex, it's actually not that bad.
1: Oh. <laughs> Which, to be fair, are, are words that I live by. <laughs> okay, yeah. right. Yeah. So there's one of these lifeguards that's going out to sea for some unknown reason. Uh-huh. We 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 never know why. There's another person out there who is swimming very well, so it's clearly not some kind of like an emergency situation. But whatever. And a shark comes and eats that lifeguard before the uh, the other lifeguard, who turns out to be the main character of the of the piece can get to him in time well
0: he doesn't eat the lifeguard first first he eats the the middle-aged fat guy well it doesn't matter we don't care about him
1: we don't care about him we don't don't know who he is but then there's the other guy on the bodyboard it's not quite a surfboard I like I know it's a thing I've seen Mm. him but I don't know what it is sure it's not a surfboard no but also it's not a bodyboard no you wouldn't stand up on this thing no don't know what is it a paddle board is. That I a couldn't. Thing? I couldn't tell you.
0: What I could tell you is that I enjoyed the way the. So to go back a little bit, mm. I enjoyed the way the first victim, as in the middle-aged fat guy, mm. dies because he's swimming mm-hmm. in the ocean, and then suddenly he gets pulled under by the shark. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's so obvious that this film can't afford to put a microphone <laughs> on somebody in the sea <laughs> because he doesn't scream. Mm-hmm. He makes no. He just kind of goes bloop. <laughs> oh.
1: I was so happy. It made me laugh. I'm surprised okay. that was the first point that made you happy. Like I, I, I mean, I, there I, are many things. I, I, like... I, I, no, no, of course. But I, I, I skip past that a bit. And okay. the moment for me was when there's the lifeguard on the board and the other lifeguard on the jet ski coming towards him. Sure. And the lifeguard on the board gets taken by a shark from underneath. Mm-hmm. The shark jumps up straight towards the camera, obviously for 3D effect. Yeah. And uh, the board smashes into a million pieces. The lifeguard gets thrown into the water and uh, that's the start of the movie. Yeah.
0: It's a strong beginning. The strong, powerful opening.
1: It tells you exactly, well, almost exactly what this film is going to be. Or at oh, least yeah. it tells you the full style of the film. 100% mm-hmm. yes.
0: Yeah. Rory, the, the brother of, the, of Tina, the mm-hmm. girl. I did actually remember some names. Um, <laughs> Just gets, in case I place a bet. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's to cover all bases. So he, he gets bitten in half he dies we see his Ken doll action figure like Mm -hmm. floating in the water Mm -hmm. Um, but he dies essentially and the main guy what's his name
2: Mm -hmm. I'd have said if I
0: knew uh, I know this I know this Josh it's Josh Josh gets a very good no oh he does he gets a great it is up there with Hayden Christensen yes it is no I got you
1: so that's the intro of the movie. Yeah. And then it cuts to twelve a, months later. Is it twelve months later? Yeah. Okay. So we're still at this point assuming that the influx of sharks in the area is still going on. Mm-hmm. So, what's his face? Hayden Christensen or not? So not Hayden Christensen. Um, Just calling that. Is he's uh, he's in a supermarket Mm. because you know day to day life. So was he security?
0: No, I think he was uh, like a shelf stacker. Oh, he's literally just he's just bottom of the line. Well, not to cast any aspersions on the shelf stacking profession but yeah i think that's basically where he was at i mean but, it's where
1: you start if you go into shit sure, 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 sure. right. yeah yeah it, he, he it was he was definitely at an entry level position yeah. great 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 okay so that's happening and he he witnesses a uh, like a robbery in progress luckily is it his girlfriend's dad is no a all girly fancies no, 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 no. Okay. So oh, I, I, I'm jumping trip here.
0: We, we're, okay, we're, we're arriving at a, a key problem with this film in that it has way too many characters. It does, doesn't it? It has so many characters. Is it
1: because they decided on a number of deaths Uh huh. and then they realised that's more than they needed? Well, I don't know because by the end of the film, like this film has
0: a not inconsiderable number of kills... It has at least four or five
1: kills. But at the end of this film there's again a considerable amount of people still alive. Yeah. Too many. Too many. Too exactly, many yes. are still alive. For a film like this, like it's been written before and it'll be written again. You like two is the maximum. Yeah. Two is the maximum survivors. Yeah,
0: you want maybe five to seven characters at the
1: outset and you want two to three max surviving. This oh, film has three like... too many. Two's fine. Two's yeah. two's good because as long as they're not the same gender. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much all that matters. Yeah. And then if there's just one gender, it's female. Like that's that's, that's how these films work. Sure. Yeah. This film has like 15
0: characters, of, yeah. of whom 12 survive. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy.
1: It. The issue is it gets difficult to keep track of who's who. Yeah. Because, what, the, the, there's two. Is it two people robbing the store? Okay. So you you skipping ahead a little uh, bit. I, I have. And then there's multiple people working security at the same yeah. time. Okay. I'm going to break down the characters because this it, I... it's like
0: 40 minutes into the film when the tidal wave actually hits the supermarket. <laughs> it genuinely... I looked at the clock because this took a long <sighs> ass time. So yeah, Josh, our hero, question mark, in the beginning of the film, his... Brother-in-law, Rory, gets eaten by a shark. And hence his relationship with Tina is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, she's, her brother has just died and she moves to Singapore and who knows. So then he's he's so overwhelmed with guilt that he gets a job at a supermarket and, mm-hmm. and they break up, presumably. And their life just falls apart. So we meet up with them 12 months later. He's working at the supermarket. And we follow him to the supermarket. And other characters in the supermarket include... We have Julian McMahon, a.k.a. the robber with the hair
1: plugs... He's just the bad guy from Fantastic Four.
0: Is Julian McMahon in Fantastic Four?
1: There's somebody in two Fantastic Four films who plays Doctor Doom. You would spe- you might as well be speaking Chinese to me. Okay, well, you go and talk and I'm a this okay. up. the guy who
0: is robbing the supermarket. Yeah, sounds like him. What are you saying, Julian? Julian McMahon. M-A-C-M-A-C-H-O-N.
1: Julian. Ah, oh, I spelled M with a comma. What? What? McMahon. Uh, that yeah. guy? Yeah, there we go. I, I still spelled it wrong, but Google fixed me. Is he in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now? No. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Sorry. Okay. He's, so- he, he's the bad guy in a show called Runaways. He's like some kind of Christian something. Is that another series that got cancelled because it was terrible? No, that's in Humans. Um. Now, Runaways is not to be cancelled. I said so one season. Um, it was not great. Okay. He um, had a reasonable-looking CGI dinosaur. Okay. Don't really know what else to say about that. I don't remember if this guy is still alive
0: or not. Well, the actor
1: is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was the bad guy. And he was, like, running a church or something. Or Okay. I think he died like before the show started, but then he came back. It was, like, okay. it, it, it was a big thing. Okay. Well, regardless, Julian McMahon. <laughs> Julian McMahon. I went into more
0: detail than I needed to. You didn't to, need to. Yeah, that was unnecessary detail. The point is, Julian McMahon plays a character who is uh, robbing this supermarket. Mm-hmm. There's this weird cockamamie backstory that never gets mentioned again, where he's like, so we'll do this one last time. And after that, my brother's clear. That's him and the guy in the hoodie who is absolutely not Perry from Euro's wedding. Mm. Uh, <laughs> definitely not him. There's some backstory where Julian McMahon is robbing the supermarket purely to get his brother out of danger, mm-hmm. out of debt, something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It, it never comes up again. Yeah. So he robs the supermarket, or attempts to. In the middle of him robbing the supermarket, he gets foiled because the police officer stops him, and then the tidal wave hits. So there's him. Mm-hmm. There is also uh, not Paris Hilton. <laughs> and a uh, sports car Kendall. <laughs> Cuz I was going to say this film is, is oh. entire... the entire
1: cast of this film comes from the Mattel family of products. It 100%. I picked up on this too. They it, are
0: so two-dimensional. It's
1: everybody's a look alike.
0: Yeah. Well everyone's a doll. Well, th- yeah. Everyone is utterly two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. But that being said, these were maybe my favorite characters. <laughs> they they were at least fun. They were fun to watch. A tidal wave hits the supermarket, mm-hmm. floods the car park. They are in the car park, in their car. The water hits them, and their car is like
1: the Batmobile. So their car is, let's assume it's exactly six foot tall. Yeah, their car and the water level is also exactly six foot deep. Yeah, and uh, while well, convenience ensues, mm-hmm. um, you know the car does not float away in any way, because, you know, cars are heavy. Cars don't float. No, yeah. No matter how much air is in them or anything like that, like, you know, cars don't float. That's Mm. ridiculous. Sure. So they kind of survive the rest of the movie just because of that fact.
0: Their car is fully submerged. It is fully submerged. Oh, yeah. And at certain points, the shark attacks their car and the window cracks. They are dry as a bone. (laughs) No water touches them. No. It is
1: unrealistic. <laughs> give me your shoes. Excuse me? Well, I I, I need something with a point to break the windscreen. Give me your shoes.
2: Are you crazy? These are $300 Gucci. Oh, they're going to get wet anyway. Just give me your shoes. No.
1: Hey, love, I'm gi- not giving you my Gucci. They're not Gucci. Um, Clue, you gave them to me for Christmas last year, and you said that they were $300 Gucci's. Um, Clue, I know I did, and they're not. You brought me fake Gucci. Oh, like you would have known if I didn't just I tell you. I can't believe you. Fake Gucci. Just give me your shoes. Uh,
0: so other characters included shoplifting goth girl. Ah, she was good. She's shoplifting in her boyfriend's store because her boyfriend works as a security guard. Her boyfriend is referred to
1: throughout the film as freak boy. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the girl whose dad is Kevin Costner alike.
0: Yeah, not Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: this film just made up of people who look a little it bit like...
0: seemed kind of like that. What it? that's what it was, yeah. So, shoplifter girl is shoplifting. Mm. She gets caught by the store manager. So they call the police, and apparently the only police officer in town is her own father. Mm-hmm. So he turns up, he arrests his own daughter. He's like, this is the last time I'm going to call you in for this. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. While that's happening, an actual robbery goes down. Mm-hmm. Julian McMahon and his hair plugs, and his hoodied assistant mm-hmm. rob the supermarket. They end up like basically doing a full-on stick-up. And this is where the security guard is just a terrible, terrible police officer because rather than trying to put his own gun down and defuse the situation, he just keeps pointing his gun at Julian McMahon. Yeah. And points another gun at not Perry Vermiro's wedding. <laughs> and he's like, well fuck it, I'll shoot both right of you. Consequently, some poor woman just gets shot and killed. Yeah. Which Never gets addressed. She just gets shot in the head off screen. And yeah. we, we cut. And the next thing we know, she's just lying in the pool of her own blood. Fortunately, this terrible situation is interrupted when there is a full-on Day After Tomorrow tidal wave.
1: Then the movie becomes what it promised to be. Mm-hmm. A shark movie. So the the tidal wave hits and there's a shark in both the supermarket and in the parking lot. There's yes. two sharks. Um, that we know of, yeah. Yeah, that we know of. And, well, I mean, spoilers. Two sharks that we see as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then it's pretty much just uh, general shark movie stuff of people thinking up of ridiculous situations of how they can get out of being in a shark movie and uh, trying mostly in vain to accomplish that. Well, this is my first problem with this
0: film. There are too many survivors initially. Yes. You need, like, five. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Instead, we get, like, 14. So we've got Josh, our, our hero, I guess. Mm-hmm. We have Tina, his girlfriend. Tina's new boyfriend from Singapore. We have Shoplifter Girl. Mm. We have Shoplifter Girl's dad, who's Mm. a police officer. We have Shoplifter Girl's boyfriend, Freak Boy. We have Not Paris Hilton and her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. We have Random Security Guard. We have Perry from Uriah's Wedding, who's absolutely not a villain. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's already 10. Uh, Oh, we have Angry Store Manager. We have Bland Checkout Assistant Girl. That's 11. 12. Is that all of them? I think that's all of them. Yeah, there's a lot of people who have survived this flood. Okay, well, why don't we just start
1: talking about different deaths? Okay,
0: sure, yeah. Freak Boy and not Paris and her boyfriend and her dog are in the car park. Everyone else is just sat up front. Yeah. And so then they're like, okay, we need to check the entrances and exits to find a way out of this place. Uh, Who should should go swimming? Who should find the entrance? And of course, the answer is uh, security guard. Poor bloke. So he goes swimming, looking for a way out and gets consumed by shock
1: mm-hmm. they
0: need to turn the electrics off oh yes because the water so, is rising and the electricity is still on so they're worried that when the hanging
1: electrical wires hit mm, the water they're, they're all gonna get everyone's gonna get like yes exactly yeah. so one guy needs to wrap himself in cages which we don't know where they, where where he gets them from um he well weighs himself down with about six maybe twelve cans of like Beer or something, yeah. Um, which makes him sink to the bottom of the of the supermarket.
0: Oh, well, this was funny.
1: He then walks his way while a shark slowly follows him uh, with an oxygen pipe into the back office, where he can shut off the electric. Uh-huh. Bear in mind that this electric, like circuit board or whatever, is one hundred percent underwater. <laughs> so yeah, if the water's <laughs> already conducting electricity, like it's already too late. Oh yeah, yeah. So, he he does turn it off successfully. Um yeah. By doing so, he does have to let go of his oxygen line. And basically die. So, so, yeah, he does that, turns it off, and then the people back on top of the supermarket shelves, they pull the oxygen line back as though, like, that's the thing he's holding on to for uh, support, <laughs> which means that he can't reach it anymore. No. Not that... The film realises this. No. The film just thinks, oh, he's dead now. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm just like, okay, well, you can drop that right there, go and pull the lever down, and then walk back to where you left that oxygen thing. Yeah. And then, you know, go home, and you're safe. And, uh, yeah, no one thought of that. Like, he needs to die so that Tina and Josh can get back together. Yeah, I mean, he needs to die so that we can have, like, minimum 12 people. Sure, yeah. Just to thin the herd ever <laughs> so slightly. Now, there is, of course, the... One hundred percent best death, maybe of all time. Okay. Um, there's the guy who tries to get into the air conditioning unit. Oh yes, the angry storm. Man this is the ultimate. Now this is the one of my parents. Absolutely. I was going to ask like, what, what
0: was the appeal of this movie to your parents? Was this okay? Fine. This scene. They like
1: seeing Asian people being eaten by crabs. Well, not the Asian people, just people. Okay, sure. Yeah, one person like throws a rope or something over the air conditioning. The store manager, he then climbs this rope as though he can get into the air conditioner, which he does, yeah. to be honest. He, like he, he pulls the vent down, even though the shark's coming for him underneath.
2: Yeah.
1: Pulls the vent down, pokes its head up, and it's full of crabs. Yeah. Oh, Crab people. Um, and, uh,. He freaks out, the whole air conditioning tube like, falls down a little bit, yeah. and uh, the shark jumps out of the water and, and bites, bites
0: him in half.
1: right through the middle, mm-hmm. and then suddenly like his belly starts falling out everywhere, his guts fall out, and uh, well, that's that. Yeah it was what I wanted the movie to be which is ridiculous
0: and filled with crazy deaths I would say that's probably the most crazy death in the whole film oh absolutely and I wish there'd been more like after that well there was there was one more somewhat crazy death after that but other than that it was quite bland what was the death? the other one was so store manager dies as you mentioned he gets mm. beat, bit and a half um, then they come to the conclusion that what they need to do is somehow catch the shark as if it's a fish mm. so they need to like hook it yeah. So they realise that the shark needs a live bait. Mm-hmm. And Perry from Uriel's Wedding reveals himself to be a villain. Mm-hmm. He throws bland shelf stacker girl into the water. <laughs> and she's screaming. And then they pull her back up and let her back in. And then Julie McMahon
1: stabs him with a an oar? He stabs him with a kitchen knife strapped kitchen- to a stick. Okay. Which he sets up like really slowly, mm-hmm. like maybe half an hour earlier. though so, this is going to be like a major weapon in the film. Watch out for this one. This is going to hit w- us. We're yeah. going to use this weapon. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he does. Yeah. And uh, he stamps a kitchen knife like straight through another band, not just into, but through oh, the yeah. other side.
0: It, it penetrates him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fully. So, um yeah, there's that.
2: Why didn't it take it?
0: Well, if you ask me, I think it's pretty obvious.
2: After the past couple of hours, it's decided it prefers live bait. That's not funny. Do I look like I'm joking? Get down! Ah! Stay back, stay back! Now how about we get
0: ourselves a shark? It really is a pretty good idea. We just need better bait. And this looks pretty tasty, Hey, Doyle? Now
2: I'm getting out of here, and I'm catching this fucking shark! And whatever happens, happens. Kill If anyone dust. thinks about touching her, you're
1: going to. There was a point, I think, around then, that they talk about why the shark is no longer taking whatever bait they've got, because somebody goes to the the, the butcher station of the supermarket, sure. and just grabs like a piece of lamb or something, and throw that in the water, and then they say like, oh, well, the shark's not going for the bait. What's going on here? I'm thinking, the shark's full. Yeah. At it, what it, point is the it's, shark not hungry like, anymore? It, it's, they've said like it's an eight-foot shark or whatever. Yeah. It's eaten multiple humans yeah. of above five foot tall. Yeah. It's probably full. It's probably, it's probably ready it's, for a it's, rest. It's probably, yeah. yeah, it's probably had like a fair bit of food. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's that. I don't know, I'm starting to point out flaws in this movie. <laughs> let's not go down that hole.
0: Well, I know, let's. But yes,
1: so that guy gets thrown into the
0: water as bait. Mm-hmm. The shark eats him, but mm. does, does in fact get caught. Which allows
1: Mm. the rest of the characters to swim to freedom, question mark? Yeah, so then they rescue two people and a dog from downstairs. Mm. They go upstairs, they avoid the shark, they get to slightly higher ground. Uh, The villain manages to electrocute, like, the water or something. Is he even
0: still a villain at that
1: point? No, not really. No, he's, he's redeemed himself by killing the actual villain. Yeah, does he die?
0: No, he lives. Oh,
1: he lives, okay, cool. Does the shark live?
0: No, I, don't. I think he electrocutes the
1: shark. Cool, great, great. So both sharks, are the, the car park oh, shark uh, well, gets shot yeah, by a shotgun. Shot, yeah, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I, I, I. yeah, I guess shotguns work underwater. I don't know. I like how he literally sinks beneath the waves oh, and yeah. just like goes, and just shoots the shark yeah. point blank in the head. Yeah, so they all li- uh, outlive the sharks. They all live happily ever after. And then we get some... Beautiful CGI shots of the city, pretty much underwater, mm-hmm. and then a nice panning shot of like a seagull flying at sea that gets eaten by a shark. Yeah, and then the movie ends. Yeah,
0: and the, and then the movie ends in a real like day after tomorrow vibe. It's like so. What do we do now? We rebuild it. We rebuild. Every
1: disaster movie ever. It really is. Like. We're gonna do a disaster movie season. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. For uh, in it, yeah. the next few months, like maybe February or something. I'm sure, gonna, they pretty much all end with that. Yeah, with that, I mean, this, this this was absolutely ideally with the American flag behind them.
0: Yeah, this film didn't have that because it's Australian. But mm, yeah. a bit of a shame, really. It definitely had that. Vibe. Almost a perfect movie. Yeah, almost. Oh, oh, that was the only thing. That was the only flaw. Literally yeah. the only flaw. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you've summarised that pretty well.
1: Well, thank you very much. Would you like to get some drinking games?
0: Oh, I have so many.
1: Okay. Yeah. To open, as a pretty standard drinking game. Drink for deaths, injuries, blood and gore. Let's fair. Just, just get that out of the way. Fine. Well, that, that makes sense. I, I mean, mean,
0: not many people die in this, relatively speaking.
1: I mean, of course, there's, you know, like, what, 50, like, at the start. Um, Two people die at the start. I mean, there's, there's a fair few people in Oh, the do you mean when market. the tidal wave hits? Yeah. Oh, no, no, at that point, like, half of the city has been wiped out. Yeah, but, yeah. so we've got that. We've then got injuries, Yeah. blood... Okay, yeah. And go. Okay, that makes none of sense. Which, none of which actually require people to be alive at the time. No, that's fair. I mean, so, um, the
0: security guard has the thing for his leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the guy
1: who gets stabbed like, right through the gut. Yeah. Um, downstairs is the guy who cuts a uh, guy's hand off to use his bait. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, a few bits here and there.
2: Okay, no, that's fair.
0: Uh, I had drink for clearly dubbed dialogue. Oh, I mean, we didn't talk about Ooh, it. Oh, beautiful.
1: It's...
2: It's a there.
0: lot. It's every scene. <laughs> se- like the entire movie feels like it was redubbed. Yeah. Post production.
1: Yeah. yeah. Twist. This movie was actually Canadian. It cu- it could have been Greek. <laughs> who kn- who knew? Who knew? Uh, drink whenever somebody unnecessarily jumps in the water. <laughs> That's good. So yeah. there's so much of this. There's so much of just like we need to attract the shark somehow. How can we do this? Tell you what. I'll jump this way. You swim that way, and that'll work. Rather than anything like. Yeah, I'll throw some shit in the water. Yeah. And, you know, sharks go for, like, moving things in the water. So I'll just do that. And then we'll go that way. Yeah. There wasn't even, like, a villain enough to say, hey, let's throw the dog that way. (laughs) And then we'll go this
0: way. I would have loved it if they just threw the dog into the water and the shark just jumped up and ate the dog, like, in one gulp. Just like, Yeah, me too. Yeah, like it's a pork scratching. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's nothing. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. I'm unhappy, but yeah. Sure. Drink for poorly rendered CGI.
1: That was literally my next one. Drink for bad CGI is the word in I God. mean, <laughs> the death scenes.
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, they were just candles. They were just, oh, just like mannequins. Yeah. It was
1: hilarious. They were excellent. I mean, the, the only decent death scenes were just when you see, like, the top off of somebody coming out of the water, mm. and then a lot of red yeah. in the water. That's that, that that's the best you got, really, wasn't it? And they still weren't that good. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was. That that was pretty bad. Uh, okay, so my next one after Bad C D I, drink for questionable physics. Okay. So me. so for example, the, the the stairway. Yeah. Um, completely dry. The car park runs underneath the whole supermarket. Uh huh. No. Well, like, a solid amount of water in there. Water levels not rising. No. Um, Water pressure doesn't exist because that
0: car is just fine. Yes, that <laughs> they too. They just sit that there. Too. They sit there for like an hour.
1: Oh, it's a long time. Like with two, with two smashed windows. Yeah. On also the side windows. Those windows don't have like the plastic film on them to stop them from shattering everywhere. No, 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 yeah. Those windows will just cave in yeah. if if they feel like it. Mm. So uh, yeah, yeah. Nothing happens. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> I like that a lot I had drink every time somebody's hair changes mid-scene
1: like did you okay. notice this? I didn't actually. no
0: well like Josh for example our main character mm. like so when the flood hits he comes out of the water and he's like oh my god I'm alive he uses the deep intake of breath and his, his hair is like flat because you know it's wet it's mm. fully wet it's like mm. anyone's hair will be it is fully wet and then it cuts to something else and it cuts back and his hair is slit right back up again and it dries a bone <laughs> Oh There's a lot of that. People's hair just like comes and goes with the breeze. I mean,
1: do you not carry a hairdryer with you at all times, just in case? Not even a hairdryer, just a like battery-powered
0: f- hairdryer. Battery-powered
1: hairdryer mm-hmm. and like a full fist of gel. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, my last one. Uh, drink whenever somebody does something which could be passed as acting. Yeah. Nobody could act in this film, could they? No. <laughs> there, were, there, there, there were very, very few scenes. I mean, there were attempts. no yeah. They um, were doing their best. You know, whenever somebody jumped into the water, it was like, oh, but she's my daughter. She yeah. can't do that. <laughs> I should go. I'm the father. And stuff like that. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. It was not
0: a high... A high it was it was not a high acting kind of film. No. No, no. it was not. Uh, my last one was Drink Every Time Something Flies at the Screen. Which I'm... pretty oh, yeah. In 3D is yep. pretty Solid. impressive. Solid. But in 2D, not so much. No. <laughs> so many birds. So many birds just flying at the screen like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yep, 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 that will refer for you. Mm. All right, drinking it was done. Okay. Patreon. Yeah, let's talk about Patreon. Um, oh. So if anybody does enjoy the show, then... Um, oh, we've not been drinking, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, if anybody does enjoy the show, then you can uh, support us for any amount that you like. If you go to patreon.com slash Boxer, then you can do just that. And then we will give you some bonus features, which include a bonus show called Beyond Beyond the Box Set, where we, re- we review films that are in cinema right now. For every Patreon viewer, they can also pick a film for us once a month. Or oh, sorry, for any one Patreon viewer, they can pick a film for us once a month. Sure. If it's a film that does not have any sequels, prequels, or spin-offs, then we'll do it on a main show. And you're very free to guest on the show. If it does, If you do want us to do a film that has sequels or something, then we'll do it on a bonus show. That'll be fine. Also... Now, I think I've got this right this time. I'm so excited right now. Once every month, every patron will get an advert slot. A 30-second advert slot.
0: By Jove, I
1: think he's got it! Hey! Yes! I told you i remember last week. Oh, my God, I'm so um, happy. Yes, so if you'd uh, if you'd like to get an advert slot on our episode, then just send us a piece of audio. Send it to beyondtheboxset at gmail.com. And uh, John will find a time to edit, edit it into the episode, a time of which I'm not aware when that happens. Maybe now. Or maybe later. I don't know. Uh, and that's it. I think so. I, I, I may cry. Great, great. Okay, well, please don't, because we've got an episode today. So all that is available at patreon.com slash set. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you,
0: Harry. You're welcome.
1: Thank you. See, I told you I'd do it.
0: Hi, I'm Mike from the Genuine Chit Chat Podcast, where we have honest conversations with interesting people. I speak to a wide variety of guests, from travellers to musicians to those afflicted with mental or physical illnesses. There's really no subject that's off-limits, from movies to politics and even controversial topics ranging from sex to drug reform and political correctness. So if you still believe in the art of conversation, are intrigued by healthy debates with different ideas and perspectives you may not have thought of, and want to podcast where every episode is about something different with a variety of guests, then this may be the podcast for you. You can hear us on YouTube and all your favourite podcast apps, and follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. So if you want to hang out and listen to honest conversations with interesting people, then come to Genuine Chit Chat, where I'm your host, Mike Burton. Um, all right, I think it's time for sequels. I think it might be, yeah. Am I going first? Yes, you're going first. Okay, so my sequel is called Bait 1D. Bait 1D? As in one-dimensional. Ah, okay. okay, Bait 1D. Because this film was shallow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you knew what you were saying there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this film did not have a great deal of character development or mm-hmm. depth. It was very cliched. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. But I, was re- I really noticed the fact that all of the characters were like paper, paper thin. Yes. And I actually saw a trailer recently for a film that looks quite promising. I mean, the actual finished product might be terrible, but the trailer is pretty funny. Called Isn't It Romantic? Have you seen this trailer yet? No. So the, it, the trailer promises... It might be a bad movie, but the trailer is actually pretty funny. And it promises a film in which a woman who is very cynical about romantic comedies bangs her head. Wakes up one day in a romantic comedy. Ugh. Ugh.
1: Like, you I, already I, hate it. You yeah, already have your head in your hand. I'm already out. I'm I'm hundred percent out. It looks really funny. <sighs> okay, do carry on. Would you want to see the trailer? No, no,
0: okay. So I think it looks. (laughs) I think it looks pretty funny. It might. It could go either way. Okay, but I like that idea. So I thought I would rip off that idea. And rather than have a character who wakes up one day in a romantic comedy, Mm. what would happen if a genuine human being with three dimensional emotions and feelings Mm -hmm. woke up in a generic shark movie, in which you know characters are inherently two dimensional, like none of the characters. Wait, sorry, did you
1: say two dimensional? Or one-dimensional. So one-dimensional. One, one dimensional. They're one-dimensional, yeah. Okay, cool. That, that, that's fine. Just working out where we are. Because two-dimensional would be like a square rather than a cube. <laughs> sure, yeah. Just to give you context. Okay. Uh, one-dimensional would be a line Yeah. Okay, rather okay. than a square.
0: Okay. Well, what would you define the characters in this film? In the original film? I mean, sorry. it's not for me to say it's your sequel, John. No, I mean, it's, in the original film, how would you define the characters? It, this is
1: for you to say. This in is, the original this, this, film, this is, not in my this sequel. This is your thing, John. You're the one who's doing shark 1D or whatever yeah, it is. well, I would define so, them as lines. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's what I'm guessing at. One-dimensional lines. Yeah. I'm interested to see how this goes. Yeah.
0: Well, that's as far as I've written, so I'm going to be freestyling.
1: Oh, dear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> look, you asked wow, me to you asked me That to start,
1: is a uh, loose plot. <laughs> you asked me to
0: start recording at 10am and then take me out and get me drunk until 10pm. What do you expect from me? I mean, uh, it's funny past 11, but sure. And Look, okay. So, my idea is basically that... We open at a film school. Mm. Our our main character is a 20-something woman who has been studying film studies. Is this played by somebody important? I've not cast anyone. It's it's just like an intelligent female lead. Anna Kendrick. Sure, Anna Kendrick would be perfect. Go Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick would be perfect, actually, yes. Yes. So she is a young film studies student. Mm. She's very cynical about cliches. Mm. She hates horror movies. She's not a fan. Like, so she has to study a module on horror and horror tropes. says this a horror movie? No, it's not a horror movie. <sighs> but she has to study on horror and action tropes, inclusive of shark movies, basically. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all oh, these films are all so, so cliched. All the characters are so one-dimensional and so stupid. Nobody would ever behave this way. It's bullshit. Mm-hmm. And she's just completely checked out. Somehow, uh, let's say she goes surfing to make it thematic. Because let's say she's at college, at a beach college, I don't know. So she mm-hmm. goes surfing... She is caught up in a riptide and she bangs her head pretty hard. She wakes up on the beach and suddenly the entire town is prettier.
1: So did you give this a location? It's just a town. A town. It's a beach. Some American town. American that- or Australian, whatever. It's just a beach. Whatever Car- Anna Kendrick's playing. Yeah, whatever
0: town. accent she's comfortable with is where we are right now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So she wakes up in any town. It's very pretty. Suddenly she has an ex-boyfriend. She's an American. Ben Affleck. Someone a bit younger, maybe. I mean, I get it because it's the accountant. Casey but, Affleck. Casey Affleck, right. And he's like... and he's my like, Imagination's ah, not great there. No, no, but I like that because he hasn't really done this kind of film before and I think maybe he should. And he's like, Anna, I'm so sorry. I know that we broke up after your brother died in that terrible shock attack 12 months ago, but I just can't mm-hmm. get it on my head. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, oh, what are you talking about? I, I, I have no memory of her brother. Like, this makes no sense to me. So yeah, that sets up the stakes. And then suddenly out of nowhere, there is a huge tidal wave. Much mm-hmm. like the one in this film. Mm-hmm. Everything gets flooded. Uh, she gets trapped in a supermarket or similar. Mm-hmm. You know, some bottle place. Yes. Could be a supermarket. Could yeah, be anything. Yeah, yeah, could, sure. could be, her, could be her camp, a university campus. It doesn't matter. And there is a small
1: group of survivors. Your sense of scale between a supermarket and a university campus is a tad off.
0: I don't know. I'm a supermarket wrong. is a shop. Yeah.
1: A university campus is like a town. Is it really? I mean, do you know where the edge of Leeds University campus is? <sighs> Fine, it's a
0: supermarket. There we go. The point is, many people have died, but mm-hmm. there is a small group of survivors. Yeah. Including her BFF, her ex-boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend, obviously. Mm. A father figure. Mm. You know, not her. Maybe not her father,
1: but a father figure. Just- have you got a cast for any of these people?
0: No, I'm making this up on the spot.
1: <laughs> Lovely. Okay, so who, who have we got? We, we have Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. So she's
0: obviously off our, our survivor girl, our final girl. Yeah. BFF. Her BFF. Who would play Anna Kendrick's BFF? Jonah Hill. Oh, I was thinking more like a woman, but sure.
1: Okay, yeah.
0: I mean, she could have like an offensive gay stereotype. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And Jonah Hill will play that role? Yeah, I think I feel he'd, be, he'd be good at that. Sure, okay. <laughs> okay, fine.
1: There's <laughs> a bit of hesitation there.
0: But... I've never seen Jonah Hill play like a gay stereotype, but sure, okay, yeah, fine, it's Jonah Hill. I can Her do it. I'm sure he could. I'm sure. I've he just
1: can. come out of Maniac, so he's on my mind. Okay, fine. Yeah. Who else have we got then? We got a father figure. Yeah, Anna Kendrick's father figure, uh, Liam Neeson. Sure. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And who else did he say? So her ex-boyfriend. Ex-boyfriend. Anna Kendrick's ex-boyfriend. Okay. Uh, is he like a super hot ex-boyfriend, or is he like a uh, what could have been a super romantic ex-boyfriend? Can't it be both?
2: No.
0: <laughs> so,
1: so so define the difference for me. Uh Super Hot could be like uh, Robert Patterson. Sure. Uh more romantic side could be somebody a bit a bit a bit smaller and less like pretty, more like um
2: Oh I've
1: forgotten his name from rest of development. The boy. George Michael? Yeah there we go. What's the what's
0: his, the actor's name? How have I forgotten this? Oh, oh my god. My uh, Michael Sarah? Ch- there we go. Okay, let's say before the tidal wave hit, she was being wooed by two boys. <laughs> so it was Robert Patterson and Michael Sarah. Yep, okay, there we go. Right, so they both survived the, the riptide. Yeah? That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we have the father figure, we have the two boys, we have the BFF, and we have a bunch of ancillary characters who are clearly just shark bait. So is one an active boyfriend? No, no, no. She's been trying to choose between the two. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Let's say she's been dating the pretty boy, Robert Patterson, did mm-hmm. we say? Yeah. And he's cheated on her.
1: So she's... But she's really in love with Michael Cera. Yeah, basically. Or he's really yeah. in love with her. No, I, I reckon they've both got a thing like okay. going on, but uh, like she's with Robert Patterson though. Sure, sure, sure. She can't figure a way out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That, that, that
0: makes perfect sense, actually. Yeah. So they get trapped in a supermarket or yeah. similar you know, some kind of situation with a great white killer shark attacking them. Obviously, the ancillary characters get bitten off one by one. Then Robert Pattinson gets eaten. (gasps) I know, yeah.
1: No, but he's he's a glittery vampire.
0: I know, yeah, not in this film. In this film, he's just shark bait. Uh, And she is horrified. Mm -hmm. And she is traumatised and she starts crying. Mm. And then like 20 minutes pass and she's still crying. Mm. And then the other characters are like, what are you doing? She's like, my boyfriend just got literally eaten by a shark in front of me. What do you expect me to do? Mm-hmm. You're Like, yeah, that's that was ten minutes ago. We need, to, you know, you, you should be over this by now. It's a, horror, you know, move it along, move it along. Like, yeah. So you see what we're doing here, like, you know, we're, we're, we're looking at horror movie cliches. Like, oh, of course. Yeah. So she's expected to get over things. She's like, I can't get over this. Just literally, I'm, this is a very traumatic situation.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, she has to get over it, basically. Is there just one shark? No, th- yeah, let's say there's one shark, yeah. Okay, there's one shark. Well, let's say they think there's one, but there's two, because that's the classic question. What is their
1: get-out plan? They don't really have one. Uh, so, they, they... In, so in the original film, they're trying to get upwards. They're trying to get sort of through the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. That's their plan.
0: Yeah, uh, let's say similar then. Let's say they're just trying to get out of the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she's aware she's in a horror movie. That's the that's the whole point. She's ah, about...
1: big difference. huge okay. difference, yeah. Big, so big she's change. kind of like... She, she sees the cliches that they come across. Okay. That she sees them. Does she do anything about them to stop them in advance? Like, say, for example, if somebody's going to be like, hey, I'm going to distract the shark, yeah. and you guys go in that direction, and she's can be like, well, I mean, you're going to die. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, they're all trapped in the
0: supermarket, much like the actual film, and somebody needs to swim off and explore the, en- the exits and see if mm. there's a way out. Mm-hmm. And the chubby security guard's like, I'll go. And she's like you seem disposable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think you're going to survive this. <laughs> is the security guard black?
2: Yes. There we Even go. Better, yeah. there Even we better. There we go. Yeah.
0: Even better. He's black. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you really seem disposable. I don't think this is a good idea for you to go. You seem like an ancillary character. I mean, maybe somebody more, you know, central should, should go on this. <laughs> yeah, sure. And they just ignore, you know, they're just like, shut up. They, they ignore her. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously he swims off and he's bitten in half by a shock. And she's like, well, I told you. Mm-hmm. There's obviously going to be a villain. Hmm. And she's gonna be like, "This guy seems villainous." She's like, "God, I've not thought this through. I'm sorry." No. There's a, there is a... So, uh, so where's the villain? Do we, have we cast this guy? No, no, no. There's got to be a just a random character who's clearly gonna turn out to be a villain, but nobody knows. Okay, Ray finds. Oh, he looks villainous. Yeah, yeah, great. and he's British. He's perfect. Always helps. And he's
1: yeah. so British. He's so British. Okay, yeah. so Ray finds the villain, mm-hmm. and uh, well, what's his plan? Not just survival. What's his end game? What's what's he trying to do? Is he trying to is he trying to rob the store, get a lot of money, or is he trying to rip somebody off? Maybe he is the cause
0: of what's happening. Somewhere?
1: So he he caused the tsunami. Okay, that's a stretch. <laughs> it's a big stretch. I could see he caused the tsunami, but then it begs the question: Why is he in a supermarket?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe
1: he is. Um... He's the owner. of... Of the entire supermarket chain, he's the owner of like Tesco, sure, or you know whatever is whatever, mm. wherever you are. Do you think it's insurance fraud? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So he's there ignored all the so, warning signs. So, to so, so what he's done? He's opened up loads of supermarkets all across the coast, mm-hmm. like hundreds, mm-hmm. in like like a weird scheme. That people are like, well, why is he doing that? Like, there's there's not that much business, yeah. in those places, no. and then. He gets his hand on 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 some kind of bomb or something. Let's yeah. assume, and um, manages to detonate that on the ocean floor, causing an earthquake, causing a tsunami. You know, it's an it's an act of God. I say in quotes, which means that uh, you know, tsunami hits all supermarkets. He claims insurance on that, gets loads of money. That's the plan. The catch is, the bomb went off at the wrong time. Like he was in with the wrong criminals. Sure,
0: sure, sure. To yeah. do it.
1: And maybe they blackmailed him, something, I don't know. Um, but they, they set the bomb off early, mm-hmm. and he was caught unawares. And now he's stuck in a supermarket. Right. So he's got a villainous plan. But it's backfired. It's, 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 it's gone yeah. slightly wrong. Okay. Like, he's going to get his insurance money, but, but he needs to go all alive, he needs to do yeah. is survive. Okay. Like it, like it, yeah. Uh-huh. So
0: he's like trying to act like he's as surprised as anyone, but really he knows what's the yes. reason. Yes. Yes. All he's got. I like it. I like it. Yeah.
1: And maybe he's also done the calculations. He knows when the wave is going to go down again. True. Yeah. I don't know if that can play into things. Maybe it can't. I don't know. Maybe we can just roll that out.
0: No, no, that makes sense. Like the, the aftershock wave.
1: Yeah, sort of thing. Or or like when the waters are going to recede is what I was talking about. But sure. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So maybe
0: there's him and there's also like a more low level store manager. Mm-hmm. Like a, a good-hearted store manager, like the he's like the CEO, mm. the regional manager, whatever. Like he he manages multiple stores, mm-hmm. and there's also like a manager of the specific store that has just been flooded. Yeah, played by somebody nice. Oh, who's nice? Who's nice in Hollywood? Nice Bradley Cooper. Well, for our purposes, sure.
1: Jim Zach Broader? Galifianakis.
0: Is he nice?
1: Feel like he could be, he's got a
0: nice beard. Okay, sure.
1: <laughs> I mean, if- Are you sure you've not just got a little bit of a crush on him. I said Bradley Cooper, and then I was like, oh, okay, that's not so good. But the hangover who's in the hangover? Okay, fine. Yes. So
0: that's what I'm okay, gonna. sure. So he, he he's a good hearted, like. Manager of a specific store. Yeah, and we've not cast him before. I feel like he's not like up on our. To- he's not in our, our canon. He's though. not on our to cast list. That's fair enough. Yeah. So he is just a general s- store manager, mm-hmm. and Ray Fines is the mm-hmm. regional manager who's maybe who's inspecting the store on the specific day. Yeah, and then the tidal wave hits. Yeah, and so over as, over the course of this, the, the tidal wave hits. They're all trapped, and at a certain point, he gets revealed to be the real villain, mm-hmm. and Zach. Gallifinches is like, how could you? How could you? You betrayed the supermarket code. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. The supermarket code. The supermarket code. Yeah. Uh, and Anna, Anna Kendrick's like, well, we all saw this coming. No, no,
1: no, you betrayed the supermarket code. What? Sorry, you mean one, two, three, four? Like, yeah. No, no, no. The, the code. The co- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anna Kendrick saw
0: this coming from the start she's mm-hmm. like well well there like she, she basically called this from the beginning. oh yeah, yeah. The, the idea basically is that she has seen all of this through from the start mm-hmm. so she, she's aware of all the cliches before they happen she's like oh well yeah yeah so they all somehow manage to get free they fight their way out they, they kill the great white shark several characters die they are staggering out and much like the end of the actual film maybe there's a Julie McMahon who like grabs her by the side and starts kissing her and she's like what the fuck are you doing this is not a healthy situation to start a relationship Mm -hmm. get the fuck away from me (laughs) because I thought it was weird in this film that him and the bland supermarket clerk just suddenly were in love out of nowhere yeah it was weird so well, yeah. I mean, this film tried to, tried to do a lot of things. This film yeah. had many weird issues. But yes, I think it'd be nice if Anakin was like, no, this, is, this isn't going to go anywhere. This was pure Stockholm Syndrome. Get the fuck away from me. And yeah, I think that's where the film should end. Okay,
1: I like it. It's not my best, I'll be yeah. honest, but yeah. Sure. That's where I'm at this week. Cool. Well, I love it. I think that you've you, you you've hit the quality mm-hmm. um, that, uh, that that you should have done. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, well, I imagine I'm going to do the same. Sure. I do have maybe the first third of an idea. Great. But uh, I reckon the rest is very improbable. Cool. So, mine starts on a beach in Los Angeles. Oh, great. Okay. Now, it's going to be an early Sunday, Sunday evening, and we have James Franco. Great. Playing himself. Oh great! <laughs> okay, great. great. Uh, with uh, with with Dave Franco is there next to him? Okay. Um, now they're both they're both a bit bitter because they didn't get nominated for their roles in the Disaster Artist.
0: Oh, so they're actually playing themselves?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely playing themselves. Okay, 100%. sure, hundred percent. Okay. And uh, by the way, on this beat, there's going to be a few people sort of reenacting some certain scenes. Okay. So on one side, there's some tourists who are reenacting The Shape of Water, which is getting a bit weird. There's some dodgy costumes going on. Whatever. Okay. To the other side, there's some actors reenacting the famous scene from Moonlight.
2: Correct.
1: Both both of which scenes are not so great in daytime.
0: No, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, de- the Moonlight speaks for itself. Yeah. Mm.
1: That one's like, call the police weird.
0: Yeah.
1: All of a sudden, giant shudder.
0: Correct.
1: And someone screams earthquake. Hmm. And the Francos, along with everyone else, they get up and they start to run I- inland. But James Franco realises he's forgotten something important. I don't know what it is. And he's watched or something. It doesn't matter. And so he runs back to their deck chairs to get it.
2: Okay.
1: Dave follows him, screaming, No, James, it's not worth it! And we see Dave's face looking up into the sky as something blocks out the sun. Okay. He starts to run away, screaming. And in the background, we see the tsunami catching up with him and engulf his brother. <gasps> what? So James Franco has been... James Franco has been engulfed by a tsunami. Swept away by a tsunami. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. Uh, the moment the tsunami catches up with Dave Franco, so his little brother, we get a, a side on slow motion view. Just as the wave catches him, a great white shark jumps out the front of the tsunami, Fantastic. swallows Dave Franco whole. What, James or Dave? Uh, whatever. <laughs> Whichever one I haven't already killed. J- so, uh, it, so
0: they're it, both dead. It, they're both dead. So James Franco got swept out to sea. Yeah,
1: sure. And then Dave Franco gets Dave eaten Franco by a, eaten okay, by a so shark. So
0: the Franco brothers are both dead,
1: they're gone. Okay. Okay. Cut to black. Title card. Oscar bait. I love it. <laughs> I knew you would. I am. I knew you on would. Board. Okay. Continue. Okay. So we pick up now. Cut to the Dolby Theatre.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That same evening, in fact. Yeah. Sure. Um, the Oscars—they're just about to kick off.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And We get a quick montage of the red carpet. Everyone taking their seats. The whole gang's there. Yeah. Everybody you could have wanted. The at The Oscars. It's the. It's the 2018 Oscars. So we're talking Shape of Water winning Best Picture. Okay. And whatever else happened. Now, just as Jimmy... Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel? Yeah, Kimmel, yeah. Jimmy... Jimmy someone. Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. The host, um, yeah. Just as he takes the stage, Well, I'll get him and the other guy mixed up. Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Who would you prefer in this film? I uh, mean, the one who hosted the Oscars. Kimmel. Okay, cool. Like, I genuinely... I'm not sure which okay. one's which. Jimmy Kimmel hosted the Oscars Lovely. this year and last Okay, one. well, I got it right then. <laughs> so, just as Jimmy Kimmel, takes the stage for his own new monologue. An almighty shake hits the building. So the same shake that hit the beach earlier. Okay. Uh, Jimmy puts his hand to his ear for a second and then requests, everybody needs to leave the building right now. Okay.
0: So he's got a message through on the... Through whatever, yeah. Sound system, Yeah.
1: yeah. So everybody starts making their way out the back, at which point the pillars of the balcony start to crack quite mm-hmm. alarmingly. A few moments later... People start running away from the doors, and then very shortly afterwards, the whole room fills with water. Oh, no. The balcony comes crashing down, and then cuts black. Okay. So, coming back in, the room is now about eight foot deep of water, <laughs> just enough to cover the stage with an inch or two. So, like, the main seating area, that's the danger zone. Sure. You know, we know what's going on, you and me. Yeah. Um, <clears> the stage, like that's kind of the safe zone. It's, it's a bit watery, but, like, you can you can probably go up there, and that would be fine. Okay. The balcony itself has actually come down completely. Everybody on the balcony and under, underneath the balcony, they're all dead. Oh, dear. So that pretty much just leaves everybody who's in the, the, the first few front rows, essentially. So all the stars are still Everyone who's America. nominated for an Oscar. All
0: the Oscar nominees are the survivors. Award. Oh, Great.
1: yeah. Okay. I'm excited. I mean, pretty much that's
0: all I've got. Okay. Now what happens? So is this like the Poseidon
1: adventure, but with, with this year's Oscar winners? Essentially. Okay, good. They're trapped in a room. Sure. All the exits are blocked. Let's say that the uh the stage exits, they've been blocked as well by like lights falling down and stuff, you know. Sure. Like the building's gone to ruins. Right. They're all stuck in. They somehow quickly work out that the ceiling is the only way to get out. Right. Now the people you have left are obviously all your A list Hollywood actors. Great. What are you gonna do? Okay. So
0: are there sharks in the auditorium? There's at least one. Okay,
1: so the first thing that needs to happen... This is found out by somebody or some people dying.
0: Well, I was thinking the first thing that should happen is that Meryl Streep should climb up onto whatever podium is available Mm. and shout, My name's Meryl Streep and we all need
1: to get out of here right now! (laughs) Okay, I like it, I like it. Um, And then somebody's got to kind of take charge at this point and just be like, "All right, Meryl, thank you, thank you. Why can't Meryl take charge? Because I think somebody needs to point out how ridiculously obvious that saying is.
0: Well, I feel like Meryl should get up and be like, oh, my name's Meryl Streep and we want to get off here right now. And then a shark should jump up and bite Meryl and Streep in half. And oh. it's like, oh, 18-time Oscar nominee Meryl
1: Streep is dead. Okay, I like it. And then someone's saying that as well. Yes, Glenn Close. Glenn Close? Yeah. Sure. Glenn Close is saying that. Yes. And then she's like, ha. Ah, this is my year. That last, that laugh. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, I'm also thinking the uh, the water level is rising. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So mm. there's a time limit, which was not in bait, the first film. No, no well, it was sort of. They did mention that the, the water was rising, but they didn't really
0: lean into it. They
1: only said that, like, there might be some aftershocks coming and maybe some more waves afterwards. No,
0: no, no. They said that the water level was rising because, yeah, that was the whole reason why they needed to turn off the electricity, because when the water hit the hanging mm. wires, electrical wires, it was going to, like, electrocute everyone.
1: Okay, sure. It wasn't clear, but it was definitely a factor. Well, essentially, what they've worked out is that they all need to get to safety, Mm -hmm. which could be vaguely the back of the room, which is where most people are. Sure. Or the stage, where it's currently too shallow for sharks to swim. Okay. So now they've worked out the sharks in the room, because there's Meryl Streep; she's gone, and uh, the only way out is through the ceiling, by which they probably need to get to the stage and climb up the sides of the stage.
0: Okay. Well, let's say they all head for the stage. Mm -hmm. At what point in the ceremony has this happened? Uh, I would say quite near the start, like. So, have
1: any Oscars been given out yet?
0: No. Not even best supporting actor.
1: Uh, I don't think so. So, do you um, remember who specifically was best supporting actor last year? Or Sam this Rockwell.
0: Year? Was it right? Okay, yeah. cool. Well, I'm thinking if if
1: if, 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 no... if 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 you want to change that, that's fine.
0: Well, I was thinking like all the survivors are actors everyone mm. else is dead oh yeah so all of the nom- all the nominees basically <laughs> all the survivors are people that you and me know yeah all the survivors that have gathered on the stage where as you mentioned it's too shallow for the shark to hit yeah and i think they're like oh we need to get off here right now let's um let's climb up to the roof let's escape from the roof mm-hmm. if as you've said the roof is the only way up mm-hmm. and then maybe who else has nominated that Yeah. I mean, it doesn't
1: need to just be who who is nominated. I think it it matters, though. I mean, I do also have, like, a... Well, not really, but I'm, I would like to include, say, Leonardo DiCaprio in this. Sure. don't think he was in the film last year. No. Okay, well, let's say that
0: Sam Rockwell's like, okay, sure, but can I just check that envelope first? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Definitely, spot, it's like, definitely. Did I win or did I not win? <laughs> okay, now, okay. Uh,
1: one thing I want to do is I want to get uh, Leonardo DiCaprio to just, to just say, like, okay guys I'm going to go for it he goes he, he swims across as far as he can from the back of the room where the seats are lifted sure. um, all the way to the stage he swims as best he can he gets attacked by a shark halfway through mm-hmm. like it looks like all hope is lost sure. but he makes it he makes it onto the stage and then he crawls his way and he grunts like he's never grunted before apart from in that one film and he grunts his way to an Oscar
0: Okay, so this is basically the Revenant.
1: Oh yeah, yeah exactly. okay, sure, yeah. So uh,
0: does he like punch the shark?
1: I, I, yeah, I would say he reenacts the uh, the Revenant in as many ways as possible. Sure, and um, maybe even ends up in him killing the shark and wearing the shark skin, but there's another shark. Sure, okay. Um, I like that. So he gets into a full-on fist fight with the shark. Yes, uh, yeah, I, I think that would be pretty good, and he yeah. does that, and then claims an Oscar. Everybody cheers. Yeah, I think I think everyone's like, oh, he's so good, he's so You know good. what? Yeah. This is right at the start of the Oscars. Yeah. Let's say there's a table of Oscars literally on the stage. Okay, yeah. So they're all there. Like, one person can claim one Oscar. Leo's yeah, just yeah. gone and claimed his. Who's next? Okay, so who's desperate for an Oscar at this
0: point? Anne Hathaway. She's got
1: one. I feel like she... Oh, okay. Um, Amy Adams.
0: Amy Adams? Yeah, Amy Adams, like, swims towards the Oscar podium, hmm. and gets eaten by a shark. Yes, full, she's got Just gone. full on eating yeah. Okay. But she's, like, reaching out for the Oscar. She's like, no. <laughs> it's like seven nominations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so, like, her arm survives. Her, yeah, her arm is reaching for the Oscar. And I was like, <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay, so also that year we had Paper Water. What can we, we do with that? that? I mean, that lends itself, obviously, the mm. creature itself. Mm-hmm. Is that going to turn up? Okay, so let's say that... Um, yeah, the, the the creature turns up. He's there from Sir du Soleil. I know they played the Brits, but maybe they turn up at the Oscars yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah, sure, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's there. Well, he's like, well, of course, like, I can do it. Yeah. Like, no issue. Mm-hmm. So he says uh, swim across. Gets across fine. Like, yeah. oh, great. Here's an Oscar. Tell you what, I'll bring this to you. No. Brings it all the way back. Gives it to somebody. Octavia Spencer. Oct- gives it to Octavia Spencer. Yes. And she's like, at last. But then she
0: sinks because it's so heavy. But she won't let it go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavy, it's a heavy award.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think that like her weight is just on the cusp of sinking. No, <laughs> so much so that like an Oscar's going to weigh her saying, down. This is no, com- this is no. I mean, I don't mean a compliment or an insult on her weight. I don't mean to make a statement on her weight no. there, but I don't feel like her weight is like a few, like a few hundred grams above.
0: No, no. The point is, the Oscar is a heavy award. If she let it go, she could live, but she can't let it go of the
1: Oscar. Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, well, it's, yeah. It could, it could just as easily be Jennifer Lawrence. It's not a on compl- a comment on no, no, no. Octavia Spencer's Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Or... So she's there. Okay. Um, what she does, she she decides that she's going to try and do it as quicker than everybody else sure. to get across from the back of the room mm-hmm. to the stage. Mm-hmm. So she takes, like, she's she does a run up. Okay. Essentially, she's going to do a running dive and a swim. She's going to jump out of the water onto the stage. Okay. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be the best performance you've ever seen from a supporting actress. Well, sure. Well, she's um, so far beyond supporting actress at this point. So. If you say so. And uh, So, essentially, she runs towards the uh, wh- where the water starts. Unfortunately, she trips over on her dress. Oh, no. And uh, she just sort of stumbles into the water, literally into the shark's mouth. Like oh, the shark man. just sort of sits there, opens his mouth. She falls right in, just gets eaten. She, yeah, she, one bite. She's gone. gone. She's oh, gone. Dear. Okay. Yeah. Um, who else have we got?
0: Uh, is Jack Nicholson still around?
1: Oh, sure, Jack Nicholson's still around. Yeah. All right. So is he? Is he armed with anything?
0: Well, he's got three Oscars, so he could just like use them he, as like he brought them with him. <laughs> he's just was like non so He's
1: just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that is how non-trucks work. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, he uses his Oscars as weapons yeah. uh, against the shark. How does that work for him? I think he uses one to, like, hold the shark's mouth
0: open mm-hmm. while using another one to bludgeon the shark to death. And he, he succeeds. Like, he kills a shark. He, he kills a shark? Yeah, and he thinks that he's won, but then another shark jumps up <gasps> okay. and eats him.
1: Yeah? And sure. everyone's
0: like, not Jack. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, what if that shark like bursts through a door or something?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So he thinks he's fine, and then the shark. Oh shot. no! No wait. Bit. Bit before that. Mm-hmm.
1: Leo su- survives the first one. Whatever. Okay. He gets that Oscar. He does. He, he fights for it. He gets it. Fair and he, 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 he wins it. it fair like, and score, he, yeah. he wins his Oscar. Now. He decides he's going to come back. Right. Because he, he wants to get to where the people are. Sure. Because um, he wants to get down with the kids. Oh, no. Da, with da, 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 down with are. the people. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Oh, he wants to be where the people are. Sure. So he gets across where the people are. Mm. And then him and Kate Winslet, they decide, okay, right, like, the two of us, we're going to try and get an Oscar because, like, we need an Oscar. Sure. So they both swim across. You know where I'm going with this. I don't know, I and uh And, well, you know, shit goes down. But there is a bit of debris in the water. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: There's like yeah. a door or something. Sure, sure, sure. So of course, as everybody's egging him on, yeah. like, "Come on, you got to do this!" And that uh, he he manages to get Kate on the door, mm-hmm. and then suddenly realizes, "Wait, shit! I'm not doing this again." Yeah, he Fuck pulls this his shit. hair off. So he gets on the door. He punches her in the face. She falls into the water. Knocks out. She, she, she's knocked out. Shark gets her. She's gone. Oh, poor Kate. Did she not deserve it?
0: Well, I mean, her character did.
1: Well, there we go. (laughs) So, now Leo's just here on the door. Um, Then, I would say, the shark bursts its way up from within the door. Yeah. With a little, uh, maybe a hesitation in there, where it's burst a little hole in the door. It's like, oh, hello. Okay. Um, And it bursts its way through the door, uh, knocks Leo into the water, and then lands on... Into Jack Nicholson, or onto Jack Nicholson. Okay, so is Leo still alive? Uh, Leo, I would say, is still alive, yes, until we can find something better for him to do. Sure. Now, we've not brought Tom Hanks into this. We haven't, no, and he's won many of us. Tom Hanks, at some point, he's got to say, well, I'm the captain now.
0: Yeah, sure, okay, fair, yeah.
1: Not his line, but it's from his movie. Sure, yeah. So, Tom Hanks, I reckon, probably, the only person to make it across to the stage who stays there... Sure, okay. Gets very hungry along the way. Yeah. He's got to find all kinds of survival techniques. Um, such as? Uh, I mean, such as probably just, like, eating whatever's around. Okay. Um, including, like, the occasional dead body. Oh, okay. So, Tom Hanks... Our, our beloved Tom Hanks, like,
0: America's sweetheart, becomes full-on cannibal.
2: Mm.
1: I reckon that he also gets a bit lonely. Yeah. And so, in lieu of finding a volleyball...
2: Yeah.
1: Um, he actually manages to find, like, a human hit. Okay. And instead, what she does, because he, he knows he can't use a human head, like yeah. to make a friend, nah, that'd be ridiculous. Mm. So, a human face, at least. So, what he does, he turns the head around. Okay. He carves a face in the back of the head. Oh, yikes, okay.
0: Calls that Wilson. Sure. Yes. Is that the head of a famous actor? Is that Meryl's head? Not that she's been, like, bit eaten by a shark? No, it's Helen Hunt's head. Oh, my God. Perfect. <laughs> Great. Yikes. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. He pulls yeah. Helen Alan Hunt's head out of the water. Carves a face, a smiley face in the back. The weird thing was, she wasn't even dead. No, 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 no. He killed her. her. (laughs) It's monstrous. He's a monster. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. Is there anybody else that we've left off? God, I mean, so many. Is there anybody who's got a climbing? I'm falling to wrap this up by climbing to the to to the ceiling. Who's athletic and an Oscar nominee? Tom Cruise. Yes. (laughs) Sorry, I I didn't. (laughs) Wow. I feel like you you were into that. Yes. Okay, so Tom Cruise, what he's going to do, he, so he's, he's at the back with everybody as well. Mm-hmm, yeah. He needs to get across to the stage. Yeah. So he's going to find some kind of very athletic way to get across it. Very unnecessarily. Yeah. Uh, with like. the rock. Um, <laughs> okay, so he uses the rock as like a floating device.
0: Is the rock already dead? Is this the rock's, the rock's Let's corpse? Let's assume
1: the rock's dead. Okay, so he uses the rock's corpse but as a flotation device. The rock's got a big body. He is, so, he's happy, yeah. Yeah, and Tom Cruise, small body. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, you know, Tom, Tom can sit on the rock. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he, he paddles his way across. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, he gets to the stage, and now he decides he's going to do all this athletics to get up. He's going to climb along the sides of the stage, swing across a rope to uh, the other side of the stage where like, there's an opening or something, and... Uh, Maybe he gets out, he calls for help,, mm-hmm. and I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I have no end game <laughs> no um, uh well, maybe, maybe I've gone too far already, but I yeah. don't know
0: well, maybe Tom Cruise climbs to the top, steps onto the roof, and
1: uh. I mean, it is funny when people just fall to their deaths.
0: Yeah, but somebody needs to survive. I know, sure. it's
1: weird, right? This is difficult. Who's going to survive? Is, it, is Tom Cruise going to be our survivor? Oh, I do hope not. <laughs> um, okay, who is the most ridiculous Oscar nominee? Because they're our survivor. Like somebody who should never have been nominated for an Oscar. Mm. Yeah. Or, who is the most deserving Oscar winner? Who's not won yet.
0: Yeah. Glenn Close. Do you think? Yeah, really? She's like... Or, or Amy Adams, but she's already died, so... Um, or who else? who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Have we done if well, Nicole Kidman has an Oscar? But her and Tom Cruise would make sense because they used to be married. Okay, so Tom Cruise carries
1: Nicole Kidman with him the whole the, way, the whole way. No, 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 I feel like he climbs up to the top. <gasps> no, Nicole Kidman carries Tom Cruise the whole way. Sure. Yeah. Why?
0: I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe he climbs all the way up to the top and he's like, victory is mine or whatever. Mm. And then Nicole Kidman bashes him around the head with her Oscar for the hours. Mm -hmm. And then
1: she emerges as the victorious. Does he fall back into the water? He he
0: falls in slow motion like, no, back into the water. He he,
1: he falls back in, the roof caves in. Yeah. it, 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 It definitively says, everybody else is dead. Yeah. Apart from Nicole Kidman. And then helicopters circle the area. Nicole Kidman is the sole survivor, mm-hmm. credits roll, mm-hmm. cut, print, Oscar. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Okay. I mean, if we could switch Nicole Kidman for James Corden, that'd be great. No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on. He's clearly going to be the, the
0: first target of any shot. Why? He's, you know, he's, 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 a, he's a healthy male.
1: He's saying he's got more meat on him.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: Wow. Wow. Am I wrong? Um, depends what year you're talking about Drone Hill. Hull but yeah sure okay so yeah. <laughs> fair fair yeah. Uh, yeah so that was uh, Oscar bait
0: cool I like it I like it a lot it's
1: mm. good I look forward to editing that <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll be great yeah. cool well I guess that's that bit let's do the uh, the, the outro whatever that whatever that involves uh, listener submissions oh yeah so my mum and dad uh, gave a listen vision oh great good 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 i hope they enjoy this episode it's very representative of what we normally do in no way were we both hammered doing this this week i mean i wouldn't say hammered i'm just like phoning it in yeah sure um let me see where's the email from them Uh aha here we go okay have they done two separate ideas no, they've done a couple a few joint ideas. Oh, so listeners, in case you don't know, this idea was given to me. This film recommendation. This, right? this film recommendation was given to me by my parents. No, yeah. um, because my mum found this DVD. I, it turns out it was just circling, c- circulating the the librarians of Mid Wales. Sure, like they, they they all decided. Is this like, their, this
0: the, is this like the is this like is this like the version of The Ring? <laughs> like, I
1: think so. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I've seen this. You've got you to watch must it. watch it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'll read out the entire email. Please. Um, so they said, Watched it! Brilliant! Space! exclamation mark. Is this your
0: parents' review? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's not the first time they've watched it. They've watched it before. Oh, oh my God. So they said, A sequel. How about turning it into a zombie movie and have all those that died by shark come back as zombies and chase down the living? You know what? That's not a bad movie. Sure. No, I can see that. Absolutely, yeah. Although, I prefer it if
0: they turn into zombies and trace down the shark. <gasps> shark-eating zombies. or zom- Yeah, shark-eating zombies. Zombie eating sharks. Zombie and sharks. Both. No, 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 you were right the first yeah, time. Yeah, shark eating zombies versus yeah. zombie eating sharks. Yeah. The battle royale.
1: Now they've also said. Or, oh, okay. Or, oh, okay. Set in Aberystwyth, okay. which is in sort of mid Wales on the west coast. Yeah, I know.
0: Aber- yeah. I know Let Aberyst- the there. listeners
1: now. Sure. Okay. So with everybody stuck in the amusement arcade in the pier, mm-hmm. um, you'd need plenty of two pence pieces. Okay. Of course. So this is the survivors of the initial
0: shark attack have fled to Aberystwyth, which is the obvious place. They were already in Aberystwyth, so
1: they were already on the coast, in the pier, tsunami hit. Oh, so instead of it having
0: happened in Australia, it's just a bunch of Australian expats in Aberystwyth.
1: Doesn't need to be Australians, I I was thinking Welsh people. But I
0: mean, in the original film, are we we suggesting that the original film, we assumed it took place in Australia, actually it took place in
1: Aberystwyth to a bunch of Australian expats. I mean, I'm assuming my parents are giving me a sequel idea yeah. where they're just saying, hey, what if it was Welsh people this time? Oh, okay, fine. Let's yeah. set it in Aberystwyth on the pier. Okay, fine, yeah. The constant unseen unseen threat throughout the movie now, could turn out to be a friendly dolphin instead okay. of a shark. They'll think it's a shark, but actually it's a dolphin. How do you account for other
0: people who die? I don't know. Okay. Maybe
1: they all drowned. Okay. Um, Maybe there's a shark there as well. I don't know, but with the dolphin no. to kind of, like, fight their side okay. or something. Now, it turns out that the dolphin is going to be an animation... As it sets up the third movie, which is a Disney Pixar animation oh, about a lonely yeah. dolphin who wants to be a great white shark, and oh. this in turn could, se- could be the sequel to the original bait. Oh, how that sweet. is cinema gold! A uh, dolphin who wants to be a shark because dolphins look a lot like sharks anyway. True, yeah. They've got the fins in the right places. That it's not that aggressive. Mm-hmm. They're not that. They're not that uh, legendary. Yeah. So uh, no,
0: that makes sense. That makes sense. I can see that happening.
1: Right. That. Okay. I would watch. Fair enough. I would really like Pixar City. I'd like to see
0: it. So, you'd like to see a Pixar movie about a shark that wants... A dolphin that wants to be a shark.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, yeah, I can see that. That makes sense.
1: I mean, if you look in Finding Nemo, the sharks aren't the villains of the piece. True, true, true. The humans yeah. are. Exactly, yeah. Does so that make sense? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I maybe mean, the dolphin who wants to be a shark. The mm. lonely mm. dolphin. I mean, sure. wh- whatever you'd call it. Mm. Lovely. Okay, well, um, list of submissions. Yeah, have you got any more? I mean, I was hoping you go first. Well, I'm... Um, uh, Load oh, I mean, layer. I can do sure. Little pieces. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Great. We'll go ahead. Okay. Well, I've got only one, and uh, I'm going to be honest. It's not the most mature. Okay. Um, it's from a guy called Garrett Hunter. Okay. And he said, main guy uh, becomes a giant shark hunter, and he is known as Master Bait. Feel free to edit that out if you want to. No, no,
0: that's very good. Yeah, Mark, that's that, that's all I've got there. It's it, it it's an idea. Yeah. Fine, okay, yeah. Cool. okay. I had a few. Uh, to be fair, my first one is equally immature. It's called uh, Bait Free Double D. Okay. Rather than three D, it's double yes. D. Yes. So same as same as the Piranha sequel, but with sharks. Uh, and it's a shark with massive tits, the sexiest <laughs> shark you've ever seen. The lead character. Oh uh, God, no. The lead character has a whirlwind romance with the shark. It's a super funny romantic comedy, but the shark is young. It's jail bait. That's the twist. The shark is part of to catch a predator. Which has a double meaning in this movie. I've never seen Piranha 3DD or, 3, or Bait 3D, nor do I know how anatomy how works. And that's from a False Starts podcast.
1: Oh, God, that sounds... Grim. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Blokebusters at Blokebusters said, uh-huh. You know, I think you guys just search for films no one seems to have, know, but seems to have ever heard of. <laughs> and go from there. Anyway, my idea is Switch 3D. The same film, but from the point of view of The Shark. It turns out it only wanted to do some grocery shopping and everyone started trying to kill it. <laughs> Fair.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: At Quiz and Her's podcast is called Bait Man Begins.
1: Yes. Yeah. Sorry, it took me yeah, a small minute there.
0: Yeah. Josh, the main character from this film, travels the world beating up sharks and practicing martial arts before returning home to become a masked vigilante who beats up sharks. Mm-hmm. That's it.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that has, uh,
0: that's good. Uh, Zach Zamoski-Shupak said... All I have to say is that Bait is a way better shark gets trapped in a grocery store after a tsunami movie than it has any right to be.
1: You know what? He's right. He's absolutely right. This film is better than it has any right to be. I will 100% watch this film multiple times I would again. watch this before the
0: Meg any day of the Oh, week. yeah. Yeah.
1: Easily.
0: Great. Uh, Stephen Jones said, A failed fisherman who could just never get the fish to go after his bait wants to while away his evening with some adult entertainment. But when a flash flood traps him and several others in his favorite erotica shop, (laughs) it's up to him to finally come through as a fisherman. If he's going to save them all from the bloodthirsty sharks in the water. But if he's going to get those sharks, he's going to have to... Masturbate. So, yeah, same as yours. Sorry, it's uh, been done, but at least add more context. Uh, Dennis Fanning said, bait two, Getting chummy. (laughs) Brian Makowski said, bait 4D. Mm Mm-hmm. And Kieran Cowan finally said, Bait 5D is make it say its name backwards. Type? I don't know what that means. <laughs> anyway, those are our list submission. submissions. Thanks, guys.
1: <laughs> that last one confused me.
0: Same. Let me reread it. Uh, yeah, Bait 5D, make it say its name backwards. Yeah. Type? I have no idea. D5 type. Yeah. Kieran, you have to explain that to us. Anyway. T-app. Pending some kind of explanation of that. Tiab. Tiab.
1: Tiab.
0: Tiab. I don't think we're going to solve this. There's only so many ways I can pronounce that word. I do, I think we're. At, I think we're on a, onto a loser here. So next week. Ti- Tiab. 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 Nope. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Great. So uh, <laughs> sorry. I, I, I was trying out with apostrophes. Sure. So, those are our listener submissions for Bait 3D. Mm-hmm. If you have any sequel ideas for Bait 3D or any movies we've done in the past, please let us know. We are Beyond the Box Set. You can find us at beyondtheboxset.com. Our podcast is available on all good podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, Google Play, and Spotify. Our podcast is available on patreon.com forward slash Beyond the Box Set, where you can find fantastic bonus features for as little as
1: $2 a month. And listeners will get an advert put on the show once a month per listener. Thank you.
0: Oh, now you've got it. You just can't shut up about it. Great. What? <laughs> I'm happy. No, I'm happy. I'm happy. I remembered it twice. I I'm glad. I I'm know. very pleased. It, it warms my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and we also have merchandise available at tpublic.com. And next week, Harry, it's my turn, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to... I can't sele- wait. Look, look, look. I've selected a film that has been a long time coming on this podcast. It is a classic comedy. It's very popular. It stars the late great Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. You pick your picking up. It also stars the great not late Nathan Lane.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also features Hank Azaria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a little film called The Birdcage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, when we did our Mrs. Doubtfire episode, our special guest Lauren referenced this film. And, of course, you made a blank face. I've never heard of this film in no. my life. And Lauren almost had a heart attack. <laughs> so I feel like it's time to write that wrong and, and expose you to one of the all-time great comedies, which is The Birdcage. So next week, listeners, we're going to discuss The Birdcage. All right, sure. Tune well. in. I think you'll like it. It's on Netflix. Oh, that helps. Yeah
1: helps everything. Mm-hmm. Lovely. All right. Well, I will watch that in time for next week.
0: Great. So we will see you again next week, listeners, for The Birdcage. Thank you very much.
1: You always do a big cessation before you announce the film. <laughs> like, you've announced it. Yeah. And then again and again and again. you would be like, so see you again, listeners, before The Birdcage. I'm just trying to create a sense of occasion. Yeah, but like, you do it once. Okay. And then afterwards, like, the occasion's happened. And then you do it... You know, just normally. Look, I'm just... And it's like, hey, join us next week for the birdcage.
0: Fine. Join us next week for the birdcage. Great.
1: You happy? Is that your impersonation of me? A little bit, yeah. Does it work? No. No? Well, I mean, I don't know. Fine. Maybe listen to not Indeed. Text in. Great. Night! <laughs>
2: And I'm catching this fucking shark!